Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, February 7th. It's Super Bowl week. Ah, yes, LA is going to be jumping. The weather looks incredible. I don't know if you guys, um, everybody coming from the East Coast and the cold winters and my buddies in Chicago freezing their butts off. I've, I don't know if you guys have looked at the weather report in LA. Downtown, it'll be in the 80s, low 80s. Out here in the beach area, it'll be like high 70s, which is perfect weather. Very excited. Um, but before we get to Super Bowl week, it was one of those weird transition weekends. This always happens after the conference championship games where it's like, okay, there's a respite. And then there's the Super Bowl. And then like football's done. And it's usually like a transition weekend. But it wasn't totally for me because A, you know, we got a new dog, which I'll talk about uh, in a moment. But 
B is how much actual news there was in sports this week. It was ridiculous. Like I, I, I'm doing the thing, you guys know this, where I'm trying to be on social media less. Instagram is tougher because it's so fun and just easy. Twitter stinks. I can't stand it. But it's, you know, a necessary evil of work. And just constantly throughout the weekend, just so much news happening. I mean, first of all, I know it's not really sports, but the Joe Rogan stuff is fascinating. Um, you know, whether you want to say he got a raw deal, this is cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. It certainly is something that interested me. I watched his Instagram apology video, which I thought was pretty well done. I think he's done two of those here in the last like couple of weeks. Interestingly enough, it's not really good when you continue to do good apology videos. Like, at any rate, um, I don't know. I, I I can't burn a Monday topic on on Joe Rogan's issues. Uh, Rob will kill me. But um, you know, NFL craziness on the coaching front. So we'll get to shortly. There was a trade in the NBA by a team that I don't know if anybody cares about them, but they're actually good. The Olympics. Oh, by the way. Started, I think I watched a total of less than one second of the Olympics, like when I'm flipping through. Um, I'm trying to catch up on, uh, you know, Euphoria, which, oh my gosh, please do not send me Euphoria spoilers. We're a bit behind. I'm catching up on um, Cobra Kai, which is awesome. Uh, we're catching up on Ozark. And this is what you can do when you don't have to study football lines and injury reports and all that crap. You know, NFL winding down, like, yeah, you can flip on college basketball and be watching with one eye on live betting while actually doing other stuff. Uh, we finally watched the movie Encanto. I hope I said that correctly. Or maybe that's the song, whatever, the new Disney thing. Um, I spent most of it watching the <laughs> the Lakers-Knicks game, which was awesome. I mean, Lakers-Knicks was phenomenal Saturday night. Um, on the team ownership front, because I know you guys care, it was a rough Saturday. Um, the Mexican soccer team we own lost 3-1. Uh, to one. I'll say this. You know, they were up a, a man for 70 minutes due to a red card on the opponent. And you're like, oh, how did you guys lose 3 1? Well, the other team had a goal three minutes in, kind of a fluky one. And then they had a bicycle kick goal, the opponent, that was unbelievable. So they lose early Saturday, well, Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday night, the Breakers, the basketball team in Australia we own, was getting clobbered by Sydney and they start to come back and I'm watching the game uh, on YouTube, which is pretty cool. You can watch an Australian basketball um, game on YouTube, like live. It's pretty cool. And Peyton Siva, who you guys remember, Louisville fans definitely remember that. He's just so fun to watch. I love his game. And he makes this awesome comeback and then they end up losing, blah, blah, blah. Um, what else happened over? Oh, it's by the way, it's NBA trade deadline week. And oh yeah, the Super Bowl is coming up. Like, it was just a chaotic sports weekend. Fortunately, uh, I did get in some basketball. I know you guys love the dad hoops uh, stories. Uh, I'll say this. And again, this is really for like seven people who care, maybe less. Uh, but I'm friends with them and, you know, we play hoops. So uh, the gym we go to is this gym called the Bay Club, which is the old Clippers facility. And there's a lot of good pickup basketball there. And... We, you know, you guys know we were doing like a, a dad basketball game for about, you know, 10 months. And we recently moved it to the Bay Club because like, you know, we've all got the vaccination and the booster and whatever. So we're playing indoor basketball now. And we go out the first week and we destroy a team and then lose in the second game, which hurt. And then the next week. And again, if you lose this pickup game, five on five, full court, NBA threes and everything. If you lose, it's like a four game wait, which is like 45 minutes to an hour. Stinks. 
So it's basically walk out. Just forget it because I'm not sitting there for an hour. The next week, we play our friends, kind of friends, and it was a heated game. We're winning the whole time. We lose. Since then, we haven't lost. Our, our group had to get adjusted, and now they don't like us. So we would show up early, get our names on the list. It's basically whoever the first 10 are, you go. So we'll leave the first five spaces open, and we'll take the second five. And then we get in, and we just kind of dominate. So one of the guys tells me, hey, Jay, yeah, the, the young guys are really upset that you guys keep showing up early and winning and, and dominating, and they all have to wait. They hate this. And so Saturday, like, the gym was packed by, like, 7.30, and they're like, we're beating them there. Well, we didn't show up Saturday. <laughs> My son had a tournament, and um, the other guys just couldn't make it. So we go Sunday, and, you know, you sign up the names on the list, and then the games don't start till 9. But by 8.45, there's 25 people in the gym. They're like, oh, let's get started. We got 25 guys. And, of course, we, two of our guys aren't there yet. They have to check their kids into the kids' club, and one of them's dragging their feet. So we're texting, like, guys, hurry up. They're trying to force the games. We can't really stop the games. They're like, oh, we got to play. We got to play. And, it, 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 you know, I was like, well, uh, come on. My guy, my guy's in the kids' club. Meanwhile, he's not. He's, like, texting me. Like, I'm four minutes away. Sorry. So, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I try to kill some time. And bottom line, we couldn't. They, they, they were so pissed because they know our game plan. And we had to take two randoms. Guess what? We still won three straight games. I know you guys love to hear it. Um, at any rate, that's like three minutes on pickup basketball that you guys don't care about. But this is fun for me. Not as much fun, I will say, before I get to sports, as owning a dog and a golden retriever. I'm sure you guys saw some pictures I posted online. It's just awesome. It is work. It is like having a little kid. Uh, it is kind of sort of painful that the dog is so smitten with my wife that it just follows her around everywhere. And, you know, we're second banana. Oh, I'm, I'm like fourth banana. It likes the kids more than me. Um, that being said, I need to quickly tell you, uh, this, again, this is a new dog, still getting adjusted to new surroundings. And he's kind of like an overweight, you know, 75-pound golden retriever. He's heavy. It, my wife says the dog's 80 pounds. At any rate, I go down, I walk, take the dog for a walk with a buddy and his dog and, you know, my daughter and their daughter and uh, whatever. And we're walking down to the beach and everything's kind of going smoothly, but the dog has a, you know, our dog buddy has a mind of his own. And if he wants to go here, kind of got to listen to him. And, you know, I'm a new dog owner. I did not grow up with a dog. And at one point, buddy just shuts down. He's like, I've had enough. And he just sits down, <laughs> not like sitting up, like kind of like laying down with all his body weight, you know, like, and I'm like, come on, buddy. Let's, and I'm trying everything guys. And again, this is kind of a sort of a crowded area over by the beach. And I'm like, oh, you want to hang out in the shade? So I'm like, okay, buddy, we'll hang in the shade. I'm waiting. You know, I'm like, all right, it's been two minutes, buddy. You ready? He's not budging. And essentially he starts to get up. And instead of leading me to where our group was going, he starts leading me back to where we came from, but not, <laughs> not the direct way. So we're like going a different route. And he's basically just in his mind, I'm out of here. And guys, I, I I just, I don't have it in me to be like, you know, really yelling at the dog and be like firm yet because I am a first time dog owner. I've never owned a dog before. I, I don't want to be too stern. And he's doing this where we'll walk like two blocks and then he'll just stop and I can't do anything. I can't just, I, I, I don't have it in me to like drag a dog and be like, buddy, let's go, you know, or, or like, you know, hit him on the butt so he wakes up. And it was, it was an ordeal. And I'm telling you, I get home and I look disheveled. Um, I'm sweating, like my shirt is soaked. It was one of those like, man, whew, 
It was a two-shower Saturday for your boy. At any rate, let's get to actual sports. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeart Radio app, search FSR to listen live. I want to quickly start with, uh, not going to do a lot on this, but did you guys see that Jim Harbaugh 
he had that flirtation with the um the Raiders, and then he had the flirtation with the Vikings, and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going back to Michigan. I'm not I'm not no NFL for me. And it was kind of weird because it's like, well, what do you it was national signing day, Wednesday, and you're interviewing with the Vikings for a ton, or maybe it was Thursday, with for with the Vikings for a bunch of hours on national. Something, something seemed a little bit askew there. And then what do you know? His offensive coordinator decides to bolt. I guess the offensive coordinator, remember I, I came on here, I said the OC and the running backs coach both thought they were in the mix. Harbaugh now staying. Maybe he's not going to the NFL. Harbaugh loses his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. His offensive coordinator made a lateral move to Miami. I That feels odd. I mean, I guess if you can move from Ann Arbor, Michigan to Miami, you've got to do it. Miami's spicy. New coach, new OC, new quarterback. I, I We'll see. But I do wonder if this is not a great look for Harbaugh to lose both of his coordinators after he basically was middle fingering the administration saying, I want to give me, give me more money. That's like maybe the third most interesting coaching thing, but I had to start because it's Harbaugh and I know you guys like talking about it. Um, I, you know, this could, I can't imagine that this is real, but this Lovey Smith Texan stuff, I don't know if you guys heard this, but apparently the Houston Texans who can't, who are enamored with, they cannot get enough of Josh McCown, who's, who's a quarterback in the league like three years ago. I think he had to come into a playoff game for the Eagles when Carson Wentz got hurt against Seattle. That might have been two years ago for all I know. At any rate, they love Josh McCown. He's never had a head coaching job, but he's interviewed with them now for two straight years. Not only do they love Josh McCown, but now they're hot for maybe Lovey Smith. I know he went to uh, the Super Bowl with the Bears and Rex Grossman. Awesome defense. He had a chance in Tampa. Did nothing. Went to Illinois. Uh, won me some money two years ago betting on Illinois when nobody thought they'd be good. Um, and then he got fired from Illinois. And it's like he went 17-39 and 39 at Illinois. Yes, that's right. 17-39. and 39. He comes to the Texans to be an associate head coach. He's 63 years old, 64 in May, and the Texans are considering hiring him? Like, are you serious? <laughs> I, I, I just, the Houston Texans must not be able to get anybody. Now, the one team that we thought would struggle to get somebody, the Dolphins, landed McDaniel, the uh, famously biracial offensive coordinator of the Niners, smart, nerdy guy from Yale. Um, it, it's inter- I mean, we talked about this last week, like, the move right now is to hire young, offensive-minded guys. Not only do you bring the analytics angle, but you bring creative offensive football that's eye-pleasing and largely successful, right? I mean, you know, look at the two coaches in the Super Bowl. And I know Zach Taylor, he's in the Super Bowl. He got Joe Burrow to the Super Bowl. Or Joe Burrow got him to the Super Bowl, however you want to say it. Um, and right now, everybody wants an OC. Look, Cliff Kingsbury got the head coaching job the Arizona Cardinals, without a strong resume. But he's young, and he's offensive, and he's kind of creative. And we know fourth quarter, second half of the season, he's had his issues, but he's had a coach in the NFL. He made the playoffs. So, like, right now, if you are on your rise as a coach, you want to be on the offensive side of the ball. You don't want to be a defensive coach right now. Now, maybe Salah turns that around, and we saw Vrabel have some success Obviously, the last couple of years, 
But by and large, it's the offensive guys who are cleaning up. And speaking of offensive guys cleaning up, the name to watch today, Tuesday, is Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Interviewed with the Saints all of Sunday, and I'm shocked personally that Dennis Allen has not been named the head coach. Um, I thought that was a slam dunk. I guess there's a chance he totally botched his interview. It's either way, it's not out there yet. But you know, B enemy is an offensive guy. I don't know that he qualifies as young. I certainly remember him uh, with the Colorado Buffaloes back in the day. I thought Chris Berman had one of one of the coolest nicknames ever was Eric sleeping with B enemy. Just sounds cool. Sounds fun. Um, he's had his issues, obviously, off the field uh, back in the day. Uh, and I think he's a good offensive coordinator, but you're coming off a second half against the Bengals where you did nothing. And everybody's going to say he doesn't even call plays. A lot of guys haven't called plays. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I thought Dennis Allen would be the guy. I mean, if you're the enemy, you're going into it. A rough situation. And I, I, it's not just because of the Michael Thomas stuff. He wants out. Salary cap is a nightmare. Don't stop sending me, guys. The, the, the link to uh, some writer from, I don't know what outlet, some Saints outlet, saying, oh, the cap is manageable. They'll just kick the can down the road and do this, that, and the other. They'll be fine. Okay, sure. It, it's If it were that easy, they, they, everybody would want this job. But, I I mean, it, it's basically Eric Bieniemy or your defensive coordinator. That's what they're down to. They don't have a quarterback. And, oh, by the way, your running back, Alvin Kamara, got arrested over the weekend in Vegas. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, it broke late Sunday night, but... Basically, Kamara was partying at Dre's, which is a pretty cool um, Vegas nightclub. I do recall back in the day, and again, this is like, you know, when I was younger and going to Vegas and I think before the wife, um, like Dre's is like, you know, it's like kind of an underground spot or it was like 10 or 15 years ago. And, you know, it's like 4 a.m. and the place is jumping and you just, I mean, there's back in the way back in the day, it was a drug den. I mean, you walk in there, there's just stuff going on everywhere. Um, so apparently Kamara pounded some guy to a pulp at Dre's on Saturday. The guy goes to the hospital, wakes up or whatever and says, yeah, it was Alvin Kamara. So then the cops say, you mean the running back? Oh, he's like in the Pro Bowl right now. And then after the Pro Bowl, Kamara got arrested. <laughs> so Alvin Kamara, allegedly, I should add allegedly to all that. Beat up a guy Saturday night, played in a football game Sunday, got arrested Sunday night. Nice old weekend for you, Alvin Kamara. Just to note, your top running back arrested for alleged battery. Your top wide receiver didn't play all season, doesn't want to play there. Your head coach bounced. You have no quarterback. Come on, guys. Taysom Hill, really? It, it is not a good situation for the New Orleans Saints. But I'll say that division, guys, with Brady departing, Gronk obviously not coming back. I can't imagine Gronk coming. No, there's no way. And Carolina ain't that good. Like the Atlanta Falcons. All of a sudden, this division is the worst in football. I mean, it has to be. Unless like Russell Wilson goes to the Saints or something crazy. But um, just a wild weekend in football and coaching. And I guess we'll wrap up. Listen, we're not going to do a ton on the Super Bowl today. You guys know um, it's Super Bowl week. We're going to have to kind of slow play this. Uh I'm excited for the game. I kind of talked about who I bet already. Um, we'll do a lot of props um, later in the week. But I do want to quickly end on NBA. And no, it's not going to be the Kevin Durant, Stephen A. Smith stuff. 
my take on this is like a non-take. It's like, okay, Stephen A. Smith thinks some nonsense about Kevin Durant and the Warriors and the Nets and blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? Well, I don't know. I guess Kevin Durant and his mom do because they get into it on social media. And I just kind of don't like those discussions because A, Stephen A's lazy and couches it as, oh, yeah, well, people are going to say, no, time out, time out, time out, time out. Who? Who's going to say? Who's going to say that? Chabronis on social media? Who cares? I know, I know. Kevin Durant kind of cares. He gets into his burner account and goes at them. But like, I think we miss the big picture with social media, guys. In the moment, feels massive, huge. You think anybody remembers all these these jagoffs on Twitter saying nonsense in like a month or six months or a year or two? You think anybody remembers that stuff? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You could have your opinions, great, but think about the big picture. I mean, John Starks, I'll never forget this. This is pre-internet. John Starks, beloved by Nick fans. Everybody loves him. I love Starks, one of my favorite Knicks ever. In probably the biggest game of his career against the Rockets, he shot 2 of 18 in game 7. I think it was 2 of 18. Might have been 2 of 19. Choke City. Biggest game of his career. Now here we are 20 years later. John Starks standing ovation for like 10 minutes. 25 years later. Like 10 minutes in the garden. They love him. This idea that people are, they're, they're not going to respect Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me? He's one of the greatest players in the history of the game. This idea that people all of a sudden are, they're, they're, they're going to say this. Like, who cares? Why are we putting stock in social media? Like, it's just, it's, it's reductive and a waste of time, but apparently it really eats at Kevin Durant. Now, I will say this. If you're Durant and the NBA, you love this. It's drama. It's the NBA grabbing headlines. But this is what the NBA does. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeart Radio app, search FSR to listen live. The Lakers and Knicks played a pretty damn good game Saturday night. The Knicks raced out to a huge lead. They were up 21. At that point, it was like the second quarter, and I live bet the Lakers' money line. I was like, there's no way they're losing this game. It's LeBron's first game back. They've got AD. They'll be fine. Knicks will not keep this up. Lakers come back. They're dominating. Then they choke at the end of regulation. Russell Westbrook missing a couple free throws. Not good. And then the Lakers go to overtime, and they win. Russell Westbrook does not play. They say he was benched, but he just didn't start or come in the game, which I guess you could say he's benched. But think about this. Lakers win a thriller. LeBron's first game back. Um, Lakers, obviously, a national TV game, and like it was just like a great vibe at Staples. It just jumped off the screen as, wow, this is cool. This is a big game. It felt like a big game. And it... Sadly, what is one of the first questions? Why was Russell Westbrook benched in overtime? And I I just, really, guys? Russell Westbrook, who I think had shot one of 10 to that point, was benched. And that's the story off that incredible win when you were down 20? That's the story? Why is Russ benched? Now, Russ handled it well. Hey, all that matters is we won. Who cares? Obviously, it's eating him up inside. Nobody would want to be benched. Lakers rolled with LeBron, AD, Malik Monk, my main man, Malik Monk, THT, and Ariza. And they didn't play Russ. Like, I personally don't think it's a big story. I think it was smart to not play Russ. He was having a terrible game. He was forcing the issue. He had a couple bad, really bad shots. Um, I, again, my Lakers season ticket buddy at the game. Saturday night texting me, oh my gosh, Westbrook is so bad. I've got other Laker fans texting me, Westbrook. Like, 
I don't want to pile on the guy, but like nobody likes him right now. He's playing terribly. He just is. And I said to somebody, where was I? This was, uh, shoot, I don't even remember. I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. But I was sitting with some guys. And I was like, oh, it was at my son's uh, basketball game. Um, obviously, the, all the dads are like out on Westbrook. I mean, he just, he's playing poorly. And, you know, I say to um, one of the guys like, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if in like two years Westbrook's not in the league. Because remember, the end came quickly for Allen Iverson. If you can't shoot, you're getting old, your athleticism wanes, like what are you? I, I'm not being critical. I'm. This is reality. What good is Russell Westbrook if he can't shoot the ball, he can't stay under control, and we know he doesn't defend at all. And the weird thing is he's only 33. He's average. If you just look at his counting stats, you're like, wow, he, he's not that bad. 18, 7, and 7? What's the complaint? A year ago in Washington, he averaged a triple-double. And you think he's going to be out of the league that quickly? And it's like, well, yeah, he cannot shoot 30% on threes, 43% from the field. And he doesn't play a lick of defense. He's like a liability defensively. He doesn't set screens. What good is, I, 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 again, he's got to adjust. We've talked about this for years. I, we said it with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin actually can step out and make threes now. These guys who are sick athletes, eventually the athleticism goes. And then what do you have left? What do you have? I, I just don't know what Westbrook, what's he going to be doing in the league in two years at 35 when LeBron is like 37 and like an MVP candidate, right? Because LeBron started a post-up game. I know LeBron's a freak, bad example, but um, you have to adjust and be able to pivot. And I, I, lo I look at Allen Iverson, right? At 32, he goes to Denver. 2008, an average 26 a game, played in every single game. You're like, ah, oh, Iverson, awesome. 2007, 8 uh, Denver Nuggets, they won 50 games. Ah, but they lost in the first round of the playoffs. And that's when it was all downhill for Allen Iverson. He gets traded early in the next season to Detroit. Then he goes to Memphis. Then he goes to Philadelphia. And then it was off to Turkey. Can't shoot. Don't play much defense. I mean, Iverson was great defensively. Led the league in steals for three straight years um, early in his career. But, like, again, it's just it's a tough sell to keep Iverson around. Again, at 32, he averaged 26 and 7 assists. Two years later, he's out of the league. But it comes quickly. And I'm just telling you guys, like, I listen, Russell Westbrook is a no-doubt Hall of Famer. Um, triple-double machine, plays super hard, a, a great dunk catalog. I mean, he led the league in minutes one, two, uh, four, five, six, seven times. Like, a tireless player. Oh, it's no doubt Hall of Famer. But I, I, I just, I don't know where he goes from here. And, and I'm kind of, I uh, feel a little bad, bad for Russ. Because if you don't have... Um, I'm sorry, he did not lead the league in minutes played, seven minutes. I was still looking at Iverson. But he did play 82 games um, four of his first five years, and the other um, season was the strike-shortened season where he played all 66. So, like, this guy's just a tireless worker, 
Averaged a triple-double for four seasons. Come on, that's ridiculous. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Um, I just, I don't know if he makes people better. I, he doesn't play any defense. And he can't shoot the basketball. I, I, he's 33, and you can see it waning quickly. I, I'll, I mean, I know he's got a contract for a couple more years. I don't know if he's in the league in, in two years. I just don't. I, I could see Allen Iverson all over again. And you guys, you, all, you have to adjust. You you absolutely have to. Um, so this is an interesting week. NBA trade deadline. I, you know, gun to head, no. Ben Simmons is not getting traded for James Harden. I think this is a tactic by Daryl Morey to try to get in the head of the Nets. Um, it seems like it's open season on the Nets, right? They've lost eight straight. Steve Nash says they're not trading Harden. Um, all the TV shows are going after Kevin Durant for leaving. Uh, that's fair game. You, you, Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors for the Nets. I, th- I thought at the time it was asinine, and it still is very idiotic. Um, I, I'm, I'm rooting for KD. You know that. But in the East, I have money on the Heat um, to come out of the East. Uh, I, I, there's a couple other teams I kind of like. You guys know I, I root for Simmons. I'll tell you right now. If Ben Simmons does get shipped to Brooklyn, and I don't think he will by the deadline, which is I think Wednesday or Thursday, I will be in. I'll be rooting for the uh, Nets to come out of the East. Obviously, you know in the in the West, I want the Lakers and the Mavericks. Uh, by the way, I did bet the Mavericks this weekend to win the West. Uh, yeah, a little spicy. We'll talk about that later. I'm trying to get a couple NBA guests early in the week, and then we'll pivot to the NFL later. But I. I love what I saw out of Luka Doncic on Friday against the Sixers. Sixers are fraudulent. Come on, man. Um, yeah, I'm rambling now. Anyways, uh, by the way, f- close out with this. Hey, thank you for the extremely kind words about the Bob Costas interview. Got some pickup in the New York Post and uh, Costas, nice guy. Um, it's good when uh, he wasn't like a hero of mine, but I really enjoyed when he called big games. I, you know, hero's a tough word. I'd really have to think who are my like heroes. Um, I, 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 I mean, I, yeah, Costas wasn't a hero. I was just a fan. You know, he's a great on the big games. Um, I guess Magic Johnson was like my favorite player growing up, but like hero, I, I don't know. That's a tough word. I mean, everybody wants to say their dad is their hero, and like you know, my dad obviously, I, I got my work ethic from him. Um, and I, I just remember, and I've talked to him about this, which, you know, he always feels great when I say it, um, just watching that tireless work ethic and kind of adopting that. And I'm trying to force my kids into it and it's a little tougher than I thought it would be, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, Costas was great and, uh, hopefully we'll continue to bring the, the noise and the funk. I think we'll have a couple former Super Bowl champions this week. Maybe a Hall of Famer uh, in the NFL front. So it's a big week. Keep it locked on Straight Fire. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. 
Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.